Welcome to Lifetime Live with Chris Alda Dudumashi and thank you so much for not touching that dial as we have conversations that encourage active citizenry and uh, right now those active citizens um, encouraging us to just look a little bit uh, deeper um, into this abuse and abuse of state funds. I'm joined on the line by Dr. Dale McKinley, who is chairperson of a Right to Know campaign. Hello and welcome, uh, Dr. Dale. Uh, good afternoon, Chris Elder. Thank you very much for having me. These uh, monies that are, are mentioned here just uh, give me an ulcer. And is there, <laughs> uh, do communities feel a sense of, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm not justifying what uh, uh, that father who threw away, who threw a baby, um, well, it, his intention was just to throw the baby on the floor. The frustration he must be feeling that uh, here's a time when you go and vote, you are promised that you'll have a house, you'll have education. And, and so many years later, you still await. Psychologically, what does that do to communities? Well, I, it, it obviously it makes them incredibly frustrated, angry, and in many cases very bitter, and rightfully so. Um, as you mentioned, this is not something new. Uh, this has been going on literally for the last 20 years, and uh, it is avoidable. That's the other thing I think that most frustrates most people is they. It's not something that is you know naturalized uh, that could be you know that we can't do anything about. It's about individuals in particular, mostly in government, but also some within the private sector, who are simply corrupt, who are greedy, uh, who don't want to do their jobs, uh, who want to take advantage and waste people's money, our public funds, and politicians who protect them. Um, and we can talk about all range of sort of specific cases um, in, this ca- in, this, in this regard. But fundamentally, the overall impact is to, I think, you know, when, when you're poor and you have very little chance of having a job um, in an economy that is, shedded, that is basically shed lots of jobs, and you're looking at your future, you rely on the public sector to provide those basics, uh, to basically give you a leg up, um, you know, housing, education, water, sanitation, these kinds of basic things, so that at least you might have the opportunity um, to move forward. If you're not given that in those kinds of things which are expected, the least that can be expected, are not provided, then your 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 future looks fairly hopeless. I mean, your future doesn't look very bright, particularly mm. for the youth. And I think that is why we see this incredible conflict and incredible um, bitterness and angry. Um, and it's it's understandable um, because it's avoidable. I'm glad you talk about the frustration that is experienced by young people as well, and they're very quick uh, to tweeting and Facebooking. Uh, I'm sure that's not enough. What else can communities do where they get frustrated in, in, in waiting for service delivery? Yeah, well, you know, there are many, many, many stories of communities that have been proactive, uh, that are, and a lot of these stories are not told, unfortunately. What we see in the papers is we see, ooh, there's another service delivery protest. Ooh, young people are throwing rocks and they're burning tires in the middle of the road. They're just trying to make trouble. But if one goes a little bit deeper, what you'll find is that the vast majority of communities, including young people themselves, mm. have attempted to use the avenues of democracy. In other words, they've gone to their ward committees. They've gone to their local councillors. They've participated in public budget hearings. They've done all the things that we're supposed to do as good active citizens to try to impact and to find out what's going on. In many cases, they've called outside forces in. So sometimes they go to the public protector, the hawks, 
the police and say, look, we've got evidence of corruption, of stealing of money. But what we find oftentimes is that in most cases, uh, you know, the people basically ignore them, they treat them with contempt, or they basically say, look, you know, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're basically not, you're just causing trouble and you're basically just shouting. So that's when things get out of control, I think. And so people can use those democratic avenues, but I think where people have found the most effectiveness is in mobilization and direct action. Mm. And if you talk to most community activists, whether they're middle-aged or young, they'll tell you that even though they don't want to be out on the street, they are there because it's only by doing so that they're going to be heard. And I think that's, you know, our politicians and our local uh, people have to listen to that, because if they don't, then it's going to get worse. Um, So people have a lot of things that they can do, everything Mm. from, you know, making use of those avenues, going out onto the streets um, and peacefully protesting, writing to your uh, councillors, basically making sure and going and using our our institutions, our police and public protectors, but constantly putting pressure. I think that's the key, citizen pressure and voice. And eventually the politicians will listen. We've begun to see some positive changes already. And Dale, how do we then differentiate between, you know, frustration uh, for service Mm. delivery and elements of of criminals um, that would take advantage of the situation? And what can responsible citizens do in that case? You know, I go back to the night, you know, we were just reminded, uh, given uh, Mama Winnie's uh, passing, unfortunate passing, of, Mm. of, you know, some of the strengths of the 1980s and the struggles. And if one remembers back then, in communities where those who wanted to take advantage of people's struggles, they were dealt with yeah. by the community. Yeah. They were exposed, and they were shamed, and they were outed. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the strongest uh, countermeasure to those that criminals and Tsotsis and others who want to basically go and burn a building down or want to go and steal people's belongings. Mm-hmm. It have nothing to do with legitimate political or social demands. The community, those are in the minority, and the community can expose them, and they oftentimes do. Um, but it takes a collective effort to do that. So, and, and to report them and to ensure that the police actually do their job. Uh, that's the other problem is oftentimes people are arrested and then, you know, the next day they're out yeah. on the streets and they're back again. So to continue to put that pressure. And again, from my experience in our organization, we're beginning to see some uh, fruits from, from a lot of these efforts and, and, People will, and authorities in particular, and our politicians will begin to pay attention and begin to do the right thing if they feel people are going to basically kick them out of their positions. That's the strongest thing that we can do, is to make sure that our democracy works. And, and I think people are beginning to realize that. All right, let's take your calls, 0891-104-207. And we also welcome your SMSs, 40938, charged at 1 to 3 p.m. weekdays. Priscilla on SAFM. As a citizen of uh, this country, it must be disheartening that uh, whenever you see headlines uh, of misuse of uh, state funds um, by local municipalities and you never get to hear about, uh, you know, the consequences thereof. And uh, speaking to me right now is uh, Dr. Dale McKinley, who is chairperson of uh, Right to Know campaign, as we talk about active and responsible citizenry uh, in ensuring that we oust those who are misusing state funds. And we take your calls right now, 0891-104-207. This is Lifetime Live with Chris Alda. All right, let's go to Felix in Nelspreit. Hello and welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for taking my call. Most yes. welcome, Felix. Yes. Actually, it has become so bad, so bad that the people in power who are supposed to be controlling our collective resources have decided to abandon the people. Right now, in the hospital in Nympumalanga, Temba Hospital, we had serious issue of the, 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 the department not providing what we need to do our job. Mm. We wrote the memorandum to the HOD. They took the memorandum, and instead of addressing the memorandum, what did they do? They called the police. They called the police. They went to court and get a court interdict that we are not doing our job. Now, when citizens are rising up, are telling the people in power, please, there's a problem here. Mm. You are supposed to, co- to use our collective resources to harness our collective resources in dealing with our collective problem. They abandon the people, they run away, and the workers that are rising up to raise issues, they go to court to get a court interdict against them. What type of a government is this? Hmm. Sure. Are you from Bumalanga, Felix? Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for sharing that insight. And I guess, you know, as we have these conversations, uh, people are made aware that uh, communities are getting frustrated. Uh, This can't carry on, Um, especially where uh, there's notable um, communities who are talking, speaking up about the ills within their communities and misuse of of public funds. Something has to give. Sabelo in Tawung. Hello. I'm great, thank you, sir. How are you? Hello. Hi, Sabelo. You live on air? Yes. Welcome. Hello. We seem to have lost uh, Sabelo as we just uh, check what's happening with that line. Let's take uh, AK in Kwakwa. Oh, yes, ma'am. Ma'am, that's a very interesting uh, topic you guys are debating there. Uh, but I, I, I'm much more interested on the point which the, 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 the gentleman just made uh, of uh, that while the communities are uh, forwarding uh, real grievances, mm-hmm. grievances which do affect them, uh, innocent people end up to to be uh, to, to be the one who end up to lose, like business owner, private business owners. Mm. Um, uh, recently, in in in, in, in February, uh, there was a community protest here in Kwakwa, and I ended up to be the one to lose my properties oh, just because they wanted the local mayor to step down because they wanted electricity, which are legitimate grievances. But then, when we as private owners end up to lose our properties. The government won't step in to assist you. As I am speaking to you now, mm. two months down the line, I don't have any single income due to that particular protest. So these are the kind of things also which need to be managed somehow. Sure. All right, so let's continue to take your calls and then we'll have um, Dr. Dale responding. Uh, Sanele in Jemiston, hello. Welcome to Lifetime Live. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Um, I'm well. You know, um, was in terms of state funds, right? Mm. That takes care money. Yeah. We need much more transparency and accountability mm. as far as those funds are used. You know, South Africa has seen a lot of captures, they do them, and I think more transparency in those departments and how those funds are spent. 
will ensure that um, your politicians like your Jacob Zumas and all these other corrupt individuals are actually always put to account. You know, we don't want to have these issues coming out years later after official blowers that sometimes even go missing. Mm. You know, we need to be able to look into these books and see how that money is spent in order to make sure that we get rid of all these rotten politicians and make sure that we have a government that works. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I think uh, we have a, a, an SMS that is speaking to, uh, I mean, a caller earlier on that uh, we do speak up. And unfortunately, uh, you know, we receive a deaf ear and a blind eye sometimes. Uh, this is uh, KK, uh, who is uh, from Peter Middlesbrough, saying communities have spoken out about problems at Msunduzi municipality about uh, from audit uh, disclaimer to large number of employees who were suspended for refusing to sign corruption deals, wasteful expenditure, and the list goes on and on. This is frustrating, Dr. Dale. Absolutely. It's, in fact, I think it's more than frustrating. Uh, it's, it's a huge disillusionment, I think. You know, many communities have done the right thing. You know, they, mm. they followed the procedures and the rules. And the, the ones on the other side, in other words, the ones that we elect, those that have been put in positions and get generally paid very well to do these things, are simply not doing their jobs. I think one of your callers uh, hit the nail on the head, which was to basically say, you know, that um, we need the transparency and accountability is across the board. So it's not when you were asking earlier what can citizens do and what can communities do. They can only do so much. Yeah. But in, in the context of the, the larger system of government, you know, for example, and I think we're beginning to see some moves here. The ruling party, the ANC in particular, which controls the large amount, largest amount of municipalities and government across our country, uh, is beginning, I believe, to wake up to the to reality that within their own ranks and within the ranks of government, there are people who are simply not interested in doing the jobs. And Dr. Dale, for, have, for yes. those individuals, because um, we have to take the news now, for those individuals who have information and are frustrated by government, uh, can write to know, assist in any way? Of course, uh, we will assist wherever we can. They can visit our, our website, which is www.r2k.org.za, or contact. You'll find us in Durban, in Cape Town, and in Johannesburg, our offices there. We will assist, and if we cannot help you directly, we'll certainly put you in touch with those that can. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. All right, uh, that's uh, Dr. Dale McKinley, who is uh, from Right to Know campaign, uh, talking about the misuse of state fund. Uh, What a frustrating conversation. Uh, We have to take the news now. Utsile Saku is standing by to tell us what's happening.